And there's Why? Sound only goes down, not up? No. All right, now once it, let me ask this question to you, Braden. How there much of go. that... Screw you, Whoa, I am... Damn, man, you make me all <laughs> self-conscious and shit. You know what? There's a ghost, I'm fucking out. Hey, it's LTG for uh, PSS After Hours. Here with Rod once again, we got Braden back. And uh, Braden's got some stuff he wants to talk to us about, so we're going to kind of kind of do this as uh, kind of an organic thing and just let him roll and just go from there. Uh, just really quick, we don't have Zeke no more with us. He's uh, out of town already for good. Uh, we finally, finally were able to get rid of the herpes. <laughs> yeah, finally. <sighs> Took us long enough. The God, anti- damn. Antibiotics kicked in, finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally, we got rid of him. Nah, yeah. just playing. He had to... Move out, and uh, he's now in Texas, but he'll be soon. He'll be back soon. Yeah, Anyways, we'll have him. We'll have him. We'll have him part of what we're doing. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Since you already welcomed him back already, uh, Brady, thanks for being here. LT, thanks for having me back. Yeah, yeah, it's good. To, it's good to see everybody. It's man. been it's years been and years. I know it's been a while. It's been, it's a been while. thirty years. Oh man, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Trust me, get my age. That's what it feels like. <laughs> All right. Shit. Go ahead and get started. Let, let's get to the let's get to the topic that we're talking about of, of actually stuff that has occurred while you're working at the new place. So what is has anything happened since you've been there or have you heard any stories? So a couple small things have happened, um, at least me personally, and I've had a couple coworkers tell me that too, um, that they've had their own little experiences. Uh, my first one. Um, well, I, let me ask this real quick. Sorry, cut you off. When you got there, did you did you ask people just because you're curious? Did you say, "Hey, what kind of weird stuff do you have happen?" Or did you just kind of? Because I mean, that was one of the things that once yeah. once once I recognized kind of what was going on. That's when I started. Any new person that showed up, I started asking. So, what's going mm-hmm. on here? What's happening? I mean, what is what's kind of the weird stories yeah. that you've had before? So, I mean, did did you talk to anybody prior to working or? kind of work and then just let things happen and then see what happens. Yeah, it kind of just came up in the moment uh, whenever I would do. Um, so we, one of our, I guess, not I wouldn't say primary jobs, it's just part of the job description. We'll do um, morgue transports. We'll go get them from the room, take them down to the morgue, and a couple times in the, I guess you could say, heat of the moment, we'll be talk. they'll be talking about like their experiences um, where they'll hear laughing, crying, depending on what kind of person they're picking up, whether, you know, unfortunately it could be an infant or someone, you know, um, at least in their 90s or so. But the first one that kind of creeped me out a little bit, I was, it was the first time me doing it on my own. They trust me enough to the point where, you know, they felt comfortable me doing it. So you're transporting a body on your own? Correct. Okay. So I had just taken what we call the Cadillac up to the room. It's essentially just your big old metal stretcher. That's kind of like, I, I, I would say it's on hydraulics. It's just a couple different pedals to adjust the height or the angle that's at. Um, and then a big old like cover with a sheet over it, you know, just out of respect for the that. person that is yeah. actually is deceased yeah right um because i'm i'm pretty sure no one else where i work wants to see something like that (laughs) sure and especially any visitors that may be there um so as i get down to where the 
morgue is located. So now when you're when when you're taking this body down to the morgue, do they have you take like a different route where people can't see you or it's not quite as public to take the body down? Yeah, so there's only really one way. So you have an area for just like staff. So you have you have to take the staff elevators because those are like your bigger like freight elevators kind of thing. And then you just have the regular visitor elevators that are just what you would see at like a shopping mall. So they can't, they can't fit up like a, a bed or anything. Uh, I was really going to say, dude, like, can you imagine? Cause my, my dad passed away up at the yeah. university of Utah up at, uh, up at the U of U. And, but, but like, I'm just sitting here thinking, can you imagine if you were on just the regular elevator and they roll in <laughs> with a stretcher, with the uh, shit covering the body? Hold on really quick. Like, I'm gonna, I, I'd shit myself, dude. Like, I'm going to have to adjust the camera. I'm sorry for the people on Facebook, but I'm going to have to turn it around because one, we can't be seen. And two, the sound is coming in really low because we're really far away okay. with that camera. All right, all right, all right. But anyways, keep going with but, your story. But anyway, so like I was saying, like how, dude, that would be... That, so I'm glad that they actually had the foresight to set it up to where you're kind of going the back channels because uh-huh. holy shit, can you imagine going to visit a loved one and then you're on a you're on a elevator with a dead body covered with the sheet? Can you imagine that? Oh, I, I'd lose it. I'd be like, what if that's them and I just didn't catch them? <sighs> That'd be weird shit. That'd be weird. Anyway, sorry. No. I was just thinking about that. So, so you take a back elevator, kind of the freight elevator, and then nobody can actually see the body being transported, right? Correct. Yeah. Because okay. everything beyond that point, if you wanted to get to like the staff side, you'd need your ID badge. Other than that, you're not going to be able to get really anywhere so in you, that area. You get on the elevator, you take the body. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's kind of a basement type area. Where yeah, it, it's, it, it's at the very, very bottom um, so I get off the elevator, I start pushing it out and it's a little bit of a ways cause you, you come down the staff elevator elevators from about 99% of the time from the, the main building. So it's usually a little bit of a trick cause you got to walk down to the other side cause that's where it's located. So it's a good, maybe two, three, sometimes four minute walk, um, about halfway. And you're um, just pushing the body. The whole time. Yeah. You're just pushing it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, so you get in the elevator by yourself with the dead body? Yeah. God damn. I and no, and, and like I said, I'm okay with that because I'm going. What's it gonna do? But at the same time, we're we're not gonna. <laughs> what's we're it gonna, not gonna do? No, but we're not gonna look. Even if it even if it does come alive, what's it gonna do? Right. Like, even if it. there is something evil or whatever, what's Open it they do? got them back. Yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy because it's a dead body. But, it is creepy. But yeah, because it's a dead body. But is is it gonna do anything? To you me? know what's funny? I was gonna work there, but I was like, you know what? Dead bodies. Nah. Oh come on. Nah. What's it gonna do to you? Look, it's graves. It's at night. You're carrying a dead body. And. You know where I come from? I know. I just, that's what I'm saying Look. though. Like, so, okay. All right. This brings up an interesting point. So you, with your personal feelings on this stuff, is it because of stuff you've experienced or is it because of kind of things you've heard as you've been raised or a, or, or a combination of both? It just, it just, it's a combination of both. You know, like the Mexican culture, it comes around with that shit. You know, it's just something that since the moment you're born, it comes on. It goes along, you know, it goes along. And, so, and you know what's funny? My brother used to work at a funeral home in Mexico. And he had to stay there with the body in the casket. Well, has he had anything weird happen? Uh, he hasn't told me anything, so. 
Probably didn't. I don't know. See, you need to talk to him and ask him because me, I look at that and I say, Me and my brother don't really, like, talk a lot. It's just like, hey, hey, that's about it. (laughs) Ask him anyway, just because I'm curious. Say, hey, I got a buddy that's just curious. Because He's really curious. Right, now, 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 all right, let's let's get back Everybody to brains now. Right? I do. I want to know. <laughs> has, I, has anything, did anything weird happen while you were transporting a dead body? Yeah. So about halfway. Yeah, yes. He says yes. yes. It's a yeah. See? So I it, fucking told you. I, it doesn't mean. Oh, oh, but what can it do? Oh, what can it happen? Okay. See, I'm fucking I'm telling you. I'm still saying that. <laughs> I'm still Brayden's saying like, that. What's it going to do? What's going to happen? So I'm asking Braden. And once again, I want everybody, regardless of my opinion, I want everybody to throw out how they feel. And fuck then, this shit. I'm, you're geeking over yourself. Right? But, but all right. So, so tell me. Tell me what's, what, what has occurred or, or what weird has happened. So about halfway into me taking it down. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, so halfway into me transporting it down to where it needs to go. Now, uh, when was this? Uh, I'd say a maybe weeks ago, I, a couple it? weeks ago. I'd say it was about my second, in, leading into my third week of being there. Male, female? Um, it, did you know? I, I, I believe it was a male at the time. Um, but as far as that, I mean, like I have notes on every transport that I do, but, you know, given that it's got info on there i'm not gonna just well, sure out. yeah yeah for Absolutely. sure yeah um, of course but as i'm walking down there i, I don't have keys on me just because where i'm going it doesn't require keys it's just the id badge um you put it on a little scanner it beeps yeah you like the, yeah that's just up on the wall okay um but before i get there i hear footsteps and a set of keys behind me so i'm like i'm thinking you know it's probably one of the guys that i'm normally with that's training me just caught up to me but i turn around and it's a long hallway at the part where i'm at i turn around look there's nothing so i'm like "Mm, odd okay didn't think anything of it because i mean i had at least my car keys on me so i was thinking maybe it was that and maybe i took an extra step so i keep going but you know when you have like a bunch of keys on a key ring it's you know all of them clashing together it's not going to be a set of car keys because at the time i only had two car keys um that were next to each other so there's no way it can make that much noise and i would stop i wouldn't turn around but i would continue to hear the footsteps and the keys getting closer and closer i was like okay this is starting to freak me out i'm just gonna i'm gonna pick up the pace a little bit get it down put it um this uh, body where it's supposed to be and once i you know put it where it's supposed to be lock that door walk out put the paperwork uh in the office adjacent from where i just placed the body um like like the whole hallway down there it's pretty warm down there but after me completing everything i needed to do i felt this like cold like massive air like a like wrap around me but it wasn't i wouldn't say that it was friendly nor was it evil it was just there so i was checking to maybe see if i could possibly debunk this you know as right most experiences yeah yeah. um but (sighs) there you know all there's only one door or technically three doors that are nearby but all three of them were shut one of them leads 
outside into the parking lot the two that i had just came out of and i always make sure that no matter what these doors were locked shut well and two it, it also just just to kind of back up what you're saying too it, it, it's where we're talking about in utah at this particular time we're mm-hmm. talking about 80 plus 90 plus degrees at night yeah. oh yeah right yeah so this like and you definitely felt cold yeah it, it was definitely ice cold for sure okay let me ask you this like i said I never sit here and say you didn't feel what you feel or saw what you saw. I'm just asking to clarify. When did you feel this? Did you feel this once you got it, got the body into the refrigerated room? Oh, no. So this was, so after I had placed it in the refrigerated room, I came out, took my gloves off, washed my hands, went and set the paperwork down uh, in another room where it's placed. And then after I left that room, and that room's pretty warm too, just like the hallway. Once I get back out into the main hallway, that's when I felt it. So I was. Could it? Of, could it have been that the air conditioning kicked on? It, it's very well possible. Like you can definitely tell when it does kick on because it is very loud, and then it does get very quiet. So I'm wondering if at some point it did kick on. I just didn't hear it, and then maybe I was feeling it. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right. So given what I heard and then me feeling that and me feeling that kind of feeling before um, with what I've talked about um, the last couple of times I was here, um, I kind of just wanted to get, I kind of just want to get, get the hell out go. of there. Yeah. I was like, I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm good. I've felt enough. I've kind of dealt with yeah, this. We're good. No, yeah. I'm, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Now, once it, let me ask this question to Braden. How here much of that do you think? was more attributable to the fact that if you can even answer it, yeah. I don't know. And I, and once again, I'm just trying to find answers because I want to, I want to lend some credibility to what's going on here. Did you, did you feel that feeling the entire time or was it just kind of after a while you just felt a little creep, creeped out about things or was there something specifically that you felt? Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just trying to look at this and say, all right, we have a dead body. That's creepy enough to most people. Oh, yeah. Most people won't even think about doing it. They'll right? just be like, no. They're like, no, I'm not going to do it. Right? Now, I've seen, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of dead bodies on crashes, on different incidences. And it's, uh, it's something that you see a dead body in. I, look, here quick story real quick when i i think i was on about a about a week as a lieutenant in section four which is the salt lake area with with highway and my second about my second week working we were doing a dui shift so we had everybody out working and we get a call of a possible four-person fatal accident on 201 and 202 all right so I go hauling ass out there. The colonel at the time, he was on a motor and he was hauling ass out there in front of me. I'm right behind him. And we get there and when I get out, I have, I'm new to the section. I don't know what the hell's going on, right? I'm new to, to Salt Lake and Graves. Yeah. And my sergeant's there and my sergeant sees me. As soon as I pull up, he got there right before I did. Great dude. Um, I'm going to say his name just because he's an awesome dude and I think he needs to be recognized. His name is uh, Rob Nixon. Rob, if you're out there listening, I love your brother. He was a phenomenal surgeon. I learned so much from him. 
But I showed up on scene, and then I had the battalion chief walk up to me as I was walking with my sergeant. He saw my butter bars, my lieutenant bars, and he goes, are you in charge of this scene? And I was like, I looked at my buddy, you know, I looked at Rob, Sergeant Nixon. I was like, am I? And he was like, yeah, it's you, bro. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm in charge. And he goes, yeah, we got five confirmed fatalities. And I was God like, damn. and I went, holy shit. And then somebody starts yelling at the battalion chief. And I look over to the side and I see these two firefighters working on a small body. And I don't, I don't see what the body is at a time. I just see it's a smaller body. And I hear, he stops for a second. He listens to them. He turns and looks at me and he goes, ah, correction. We have six confirmed fatalities. Right? And I was like, what the fuck? Two weeks in Salt Lake and I have six fatalities and one crash? <laughs> Welcome to Salt Lake. Now, now, mind you, the day before, one of my troopers got rear-ended by a drunk driver on I-15. And he was jacked up. Right? So now I'm going, what the fuck? Like, I'm a lieutenant here. This is my first two weeks. Just yesterday, I had a trooper waylaid by a drunken driver and now tonight i have a six person fatality now here's the worst part right so the parents were picking up two of their kids from salt air there was a rave going on at salt air and they had their 11 and 12 year old daughter at salt air at this rave now I'm not saying I'm the best parent in the world, but letting my 11 and 12 year old go to a yeah, rave, no. I'm just saying, I don't think so, right? No. So anyway, coming off of 202, back in the day, I can, one thing I can say and pat myself on the back for is because of what I wrote up and talking to DOT, we had it set up so they changed that whole intersection after this particular incident because I was like, six people dead on one crash? Are you kidding me? And we're not going to do anything about this intersection? Like, it drove me nuts. So I work with DOT and we got, we got things changed. That's why if you go back out to uh, SR 201, where 202 meets it, it's not anywhere close to where it was when this occurred. There, was, there were no lights. 202 came in and if you thought you were clear, you could turn on 201 to either go westbound or back eastbound. Well, this car came across and was trying to go eastbound and there was a car already on 201 and it T-boned him. Right? So it killed mom and dad that were driving. Killed 11-year-old daughter, ejected her. Killed 12-year-old daughter, ejected her. Killed 13-year-old girl that lived next door to them that they picked up. Because she hit their daughter who was eight. So when they were hit, I, I, pull, up, I pull up to the scene and I see, I see the car where everybody is deceased. Mm. I see mom and dad dead in front passengers driver's seat mom was driving dad was in passenger they're both dead i look in the back seat and i see a little girl about eight years old and there's a 13 year old girl laying on her lap so we deduce what happened was obviously because that force that 13 year old girl her head hit the eight-year-old girl's head and killed her immediately they both died and then the other two girls were thrown out of the car not a scene you really want to see yeah, the second mm-hmm. week in Salt Lake, right? So I pull up on this. I got dead kids everywhere. I got a mom and dad that are dead. And I'm kind of, I, dude, I'm freaking out a little bit. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Like, what am I supposed to do? 
So my sergeant walks up and he looks in the car and he sees something and he stops and he looks at me and I could see he's lost all the color in his face, everything. And I was like, what's up, Sarge? And he goes, nothing, nothing, I'm good. And I was like, no, you're not good, what's up? <laughs> yeah. And he said, well, my daughter has the exact same nightgown as that girl, that little eight-year-old girl that's dead. And she was dead and laying there, but her eyes were partially open. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a dead body with the eyes partially open, just kind of... I've seen multiple. Blankly staring, but it's not the... It's not the most settling thing in the world. It's a little bit weird to see. And he looked down at that. He saw that nightgown that the girl, that the eight-year-old was wearing, and he had an eight-year-old. And his eight-year-old had the exact same, exact same nightgown. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, because he finally told me, my daughter has that same nightgown. And I was like, you're out of here. Take shit, go home. You're done. I I didn't have kids at the time, so it didn't bother me as much. Yeah, Yeah. it sucks. There are kids dead everywhere. But I look at that and I see that whole thing. So anyway, so we deal with the whole thing. We get get, uh, medical there. Medical shows up. Obviously, nobody can do anything for him. We get the... We had a we had a a, uh, a body transport at the time because the morgue wouldn't come back up everybody. That's a whole different story. But we got there. They came, picked up all the bodies, and then the weirdest thing on this one was I'm up and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the driver that was a female and the passion that was a male, and I'm kind of looking and I shine my flashlight into the into the area where the feet of the passenger are, where the dad was sitting. Right, I, I kind of flash my flashlight in there. I'm kind of kind of trying to look and just see what's going on. And I see these two little eyes look up at me. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, dude, I jumped back for a second. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the hell? I got like, I got 50 freaking medical personnel and fire personnel and, and, and cops around here. And I see these eyes staring like, what the hell? Come to find out it was a, a nine-year-old kid boy that was sitting on his dad's lap. And the only thing that saved his life was the fact that his mom and dad were a little bit big, right? And because they were a little bit big, when they were hit by that other car, their adipose tissue, their fat, kind of saved this eight-year-old from being killed. So he just, boom, ended up being stuck at the feet of where his dad was. He was sitting on his dad's lap, but he lived, right? So I see this and I'm like, holy shit, we got a, we got a, we got a boy here. We pop open the door, pull the kid out, but then all the other dead bodies sitting there. But I look at that, like I said, and I, I, I mean, my whole point for bringing that up was just the fact of it's not fun to be around or see dead bodies, right? So even me being in that situation out there around 50 other officers and firefighters and everybody else, I was creeped out. Yeah, I mean, I was from that. Right? Like, I was creeped out seeing yeah. all these dead kids. Now, I'm wondering if that plays into, the only reason I bring that up is because I'm wondering if that plays into how you are feeling when you're transporting this dead body through these corridors by yourself, right? So, did this stuff, once again, I'm going to say it again. I say it every time. I'm not saying you didn't experience what you experienced. I saw what you saw. I'm just saying maybe there's another maybe there's another reason for it. Yeah, see every time I ever have an experience I always always try to do my absolute best in trying to figure out is there another explanation to this. 
But even after that, I checked the other like hallways, corridors that branched off to different areas um, on that same level. Couldn't find anybody. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to check back on cameras just to see. Sure. And after me doing that, found absolutely nobody. Now, see, that that's something that I believe I would do. Because yeah, if, if we had cameras in the stairwell and elevator lobby, I'd have been looking at those all day, every day on my first experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, so so that I, I appreciate the fact that Braden does that because to me, that shows a certain sense of due diligence to say that, uh, no, dude, I, I checked, I looked, I don't believe this stuff straight off the yeah. bat. So, so that makes me kind of, that's one of the things that starts building on that that makes me say, okay, maybe, maybe, um, right? Yeah. Which is uh, one big thing. I, I remember how I was sending you off camera that I met this girl, right? That I'm friends with my friend. No, no, no. It's not like that. No. I know. Yeah, I'm it's joking. It's not like that. I know it's going to get you in trouble. I'm just joking. It's not like, like I'm that. joking. But, uh, okay, so this girl. I'm joking. I was explaining to her the podcast. I was like, we just tried to debunk things, the, the whatever it is. Like, if it's real, we're going to tell you, okay, well, it is real. If it's fake, then we're going to tell you, you know what? This is fake. If you know? I believe that it possibly is real, yeah. then you know you probably have something. Yeah. Just like the Grand Hall. Right? Yeah. There's Which, something. I don't really care about saying the name no more because fuck that place. It's all right. <laughs> uh, but uh, we are already on time to finish the, the, this episode. Are we already there? Yes, sir. We are. That was fast. Shit. Well, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there Just anything like, you want to finish with on this one? Yeah, yeah. Brandon, because I kind of usurped it. I apologize. No, you're good. I, like there, always taking over the fucking episode. Like I know. Always. I just have so many questions, man. Always taking over the episode. Like always. Such, ah. a, such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So I guess I got one more. I'll oh, make it real on. quick. Um, wait, wait, wait. If it's the second story, then just leave it for the next episode. So, all right, so let me ask you this. So, let, let's finish with this then. So, then, after you heard the keys, after you heard all of that, you went and actively searched to see if you could find anything. Yes. You looked um, at the cameras. Bullshit. I can't bullshit. I know, Braden. He's not going to go look. You know what? There's a ghost. I'm fucking out. Did you actually go look for it? Yes, I went back on cameras to see if oh, there, it could have been any of the housekeepers because they carry a set of keys, yeah. to my understanding. Those will say. Whatever. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask this question. Shout out to Jose. Then. Let me ask this question too. Then is it, I, I, hey, I don't want to. I don't want. No, no, uh, yeah. No, I don't want to. I don't want to cut in front of Jose. Does Jose work up with you? No, no, Jose. I'll tell you off camera. After. All right, jackass. <laughs> I was like, maybe there's something we need to give a shout out to. Screw it's you. Well, I am giving a shout out to him because he used to work at Fashion Place. Mm -hmm. He was one of the best housekeeping guys out there. Like, we'll call him. He'll be there, like, okay. no time. All right. Well, then give him a shout-out. Say hello to him. What's up, Jose? Um, I don't know where you th where the fuck you are, but if you're, you're somewhere, <laughs> send me a text on Facebook. I'll give you my number. Yeah, hola, como estas, right? So, <laughs> don't uh, listen to a white guy. All right. <laughs> Dude, I sounded okay, did I not? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. All right. Damn, man. You're making me all <laughs> self-conscious and shit. No, you're good. Shit. Arriving late in the morning, shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> We're always on time here, you know. It's <laughs> Anyways, let's finish the episode. We're already, what, two minutes. All right, so so, so finish there. Finish there, uh, Braden, before uh, Rod 
cut us off with his bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so after checking that whole area, even on the complete other side of that same level, on the other side of the uh, hospital, I even checked the floor above. Not like I'm going to hear anything from the floor above. Yeah, They were only present on the floor above, cleaning the floors and all that other stuff. So it definitely seemed a little uh, more creepy to me because they were nowhere near me at that time. But, uh, all right. Is it possible? Is it possible? I'm just asking for possible here, not even probable at this point. I'm saying possible. Is it possible that the people on the floor above you had keys and they could have been close to an air duct that actually connected with yours that you could have heard their footsteps and could have heard their keys? Is that possible? I, I would... I don't know. If you say it's not possible, then it's not possible. I'm just, I'm asking. I think it will be kind of impossible because the air ducts are on the top, on the on the ceiling, right? Like on the top level, on the fucking place, right? Like they're not on the floor. No, there's there's nothing yeah. on the floor. That's yeah, exactly. So I think ceiling. it will be kind of hard for you to hear keys and footsteps through the vents if the vents are on the top level. And Why? Sound only goes down, not up? No, no. <laughs> not that oh, fuck man ah here we go again no the thing is like uh-huh they're not the only ones in the hospital like there's other noises around them sure so if if it was possible that you could hear it through the vents then you would not, not only hear the, the footsteps and the, and the keys but you would hear everything that's going on in that little area where they're at you know what i mean is that all you heard though was footsteps and keys yeah that that's all i heard was just the footsteps and keys yeah but maybe they're not talking when i work i don't talk i just do my shit yeah and the thing is like yeah but like a lot I of i know the housekeeping huh i know housekeeping how they are <laughs> they might not talk just by themselves but when they're together they definitely talk yeah see what i mean i don't know dude. see what i mean you know what we're gonna have to go to this hospital now see I'm good with that because we got Braden there. Like I said, I got my other buddy that works there. And no, I'd like to go. I'd like to go and do this. But the other one that obviously we talked about, we've got to get done. Jared, if you're looking at me right now or if you're on the Facebook Live, which I don't think you are right now because you're probably passed out. He works rapes. But let me know, dude. We'll go to the U and record there. I want to I wanna know what the fuck is going on in the U. So No, and, and the other one we obviously have to do before you end up just deciding to leave Yes, yeah. we got to hit elevator lobby. So, all right, Braden, sorry, man, I kind of usurped this, but I think we heard some kind of cool stuff about the U of U. Braden's got another <clears throat> cool story that he wants to relate to it's us on the other episode, right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Keep the shit above the belt, bro. <laughs> so for uh, for Facebook Live, everybody out there, hey, it's uh, where where can they find us? They can find us on. Uh, I almost left, dude. I know. Yeah, that's why I stopped you. It's been so long. It's been a while. That's why I stopped you. PSS After Hours, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit. No, well, not. Forget Reddit. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. Videos on YouTube are going to go up very soon, so stay tuned for that shit. Um, thank you for having me. Where can I send this mail to? Oh, send us any email that you may have to paranormalafterhours at gmail.com. Also, Rod, I want to pre- I want to say I, I thank you and I appreciate the uh, the effort you're putting into trying to get other stories on here and other stuff that's going on. We've got a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah, we do. And we'll have more guests sitting in the uh, in the guest host chair there in the very near future. Rod also has found a way to get our editing done at a 
a much more efficient cost to start. <laughs> yeah. See how things go. So anyway, I want to thank uh, Rod once again for being here. I want to thank Braden once again for being oh, here, coming Brayden. in and, and saying hello and, and giving us your bullshit story <laughs> that I was able to yeah, completely yeah, debunk. Yeah, okay. It's all It's bullshit. impossible to get through the vents, through the vents. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying, man, there's all whatever. kinds of real reasons in the world. And uh, hey, by the way, did I tell you, Rod, that I did get my cryptozoology degree? Yeah, you did tell me about that one. Yeah, but did I tell you what my overall percentage was? What was it? 98. Oh, 98%. 98, bro. Hey. Hey, let me tell you something. That was that was a that was a a 15-hour course. Let me tell you something. It was everything of 15 hours. It was I have to admit it was a pain in the ass on that one. It was a pain in the ass, but I got it done. And so now I could speak a little bit more. Right on. Well, hey, we're out of here. I'm going to sign off as LTG for PSS After Hours. For Rod, who's behind the cameras, turning everything off. For Braden, once again, thanks for coming in. Hey, everybody, remember a few things, and it's this. Be safe, watch your six, keep your powder dry. And hey, Rod, what happens? Things are going to get a little weird. They're going to get a little weird. Thanks, everybody. Take care.